breadheads. We are live. Honk, honk. <laughs> Tiny Eric coming to you live from the vehicle. Uh, you better buckle up, Eric, because this episode is going to be a bumpy ride. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I'm so stoked right now. Ty and I are both in the mobile booths, separate mobile booths. Um, I'm calling in from the German whip. You're calling in from the Japanese, the JDM whip. Mm -hmm. And um, we are both, um, I don't know, we could be doing this from anywhere, but we're doing this probably in two different parking lots. We could have just driven to each other and recorded in person, but <laughs> alas, we are recording in our own. It's because neither of us want to be in the passenger seat. How can two alpha male podcasters both occupy the driver's seat at the same time when we this we it's uh literally impossible this is the only way we have to record remotely both from the driver's seat and i'm okay with it that's right we're we're 50 50 podcasters okay we're both in the driver's seat of our success so <laughs> the reality is there's we can't choose somebody to sit in the back Unless we both sit in the back seat, that'd be kind of romantic. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> Damn, the the back seat is where only nefarious things happen. That <laughs> nothing good ever happens in the back seat. <laughs> this is and this is the biggest pro. I think the problem for the taxi industry is that they're the passengers in a taxi cab always end up in the back seat just by default. So by default, you're already creating a nefarious situation as a cabbie. Like in a perfect world, the mm -hmm. cab driver sits in the back seat and all of the passengers sit in the front. And that way nothing bad can happen. So the cab driver would sit in the back like he's controlling the kayak or something? Yeah, exactly. Or like, you know how like the uh, the person who like pilots the yacht is always like kind of up a little higher and near the back? Mm -hmm. He has oversight into kind of what's in front of them, but also who is in front of them. Mm -hmm. He's in the bridge. Mm -hmm. Just like the person at the the back of house at Subway controls the order. You know what I mean? You can only go so far as the customer, but it, it really is the back of house that dictates whether you're going to enjoy your meal or not. Oh, dude. And don't even get me started on deep back. You're probably wondering, what do you mean by deep back, Ty? <laughs> well, this is like the deep house <laughs> of, of Subway. And that's not the back of the sneeze guard, but the back of the entire franchise where they're slicing the meats, <laughs> where they're refrigerating the vegetables and that whoever is responsible for the the key to the deep freeze and the meat slicer eric they really hold all the cards dude and don't even get me started on back of the back of the back of the franchise because they're the ones who create the menu you know what i mean roll out the marketing materials um they're the ones who send you your franchise package in the mail mm -hmm. it includes things like um floor stickers on where to stand during a pandemic mm -hmm. things like that damn i would hate imagine being the graphic designer that had to make the subway pandemic floor stickers <laughs> and and dude the pandemic floor stickers now are like fossilized into the concrete wherever you go mm -hmm. like you can't remove them so that stain is just there forever no matter where you go now yeah it's reminiscent of like a old cave painting <laughs> the way that there's just like a little bit of it you can make out a few iconographic symbols <laughs> but i felt so bad for the graphic designer that had to make those eric because i'm sure their very first idea was everyone should stand six foot longs apart but that was never because that's the obvious like solution but no one ever made that that's not what the subway stickers say they just say like stay apart or something <laughs> <laughs> they, they avoided using their own system I'm sure it was brought up it was rejected by some upper 
higher up. Um, another. They decided to board. use metric. They decided to use metric, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, Crooked Subway, you know, they weren't able to introduce any kind of humor. And I guess, like, in the context of 2020, March 2020, like, humor wasn't really allowed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you weren't allowed to make light of any situation. So uh, that's kind of why we started this podcast, Ty. We, we had to, we needed a release. Mm-hmm. We need to make light of something. Toast the world. 100%. We needed a white bread. Yeah, totally. Well, unfortunately, the white bread isn't white anymore, Eric. It's a little darker. It's a little (laughs) smeared. I uh, have some unfortunate news that I learned coming um, out of a subway in Michigan I'd like to share with you. Oh, Oh, gosh. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so a patron at a subway in Michigan this week claims that her subway sandwich was laced with poo. Eric. <laughs> laced with poo or simply contained poo? Because laced implies like some nefarious intent. So I'm curious, like, did somebody plant the poo or did someone just take the poo? You know? It's unconfirmed yet, but I thought the exact same thing when I read the headline. Lacing implies a motive. <laughs> and I'm not sure what the motive would be. Either way, here's what here's what went down. Let's we you and I can try to figure out right now on pod whether or not this was first degree lacing or third degree <laughs> accidental smearing or whether it is even poo altogether, but the woman says she got her foot long from so, subway. Yeah. So obviously Ty, we need to see what the foot long looks like. Uh, we need to turn this foot long into a crime scene because a crime has taken place, and we need to determine, based on the spreadage of the shit, mm-hmm. whether that was intentional or it was simply fell on the sandwich. Maybe it wasn't even human. This is all of these are questions that still need to be resolved. Case is wide <laughs> open right now, Eric. So I'm going to give you the facts. Okay. Okay. Michigan, woman leaves subway with a foot long. As she's leaving, she acknowledges that there's a nasty smell in the air. She assumed it was the sewage in the area. As you know, Michigan isn't known <laughs> for its uh, water waterworks. Shout out to Flint. Um, <laughs> <laughs> heads home, unwraps her sandwich. There's a very nasty brown smear on the inside of the sandwich all over the wrapper, and it reeks. She immediately assumes it's poo. Could be human, could be dog, could be a third unknown party. She disposes of the sandwich. <laughs> she phones the news, probably calls the DOJ to do an inquiry on that location. The, she does actually call the authorities, and they write it off as a chocolate smear. They said, lady, you are quite literally out to lunch, and this is just a <laughs> smear of chocolate chip. But... Surely she would know that. Where did the aroma come from? Subway bread will blitz any other smell, so it must have been strong. I don't think she could make that up. And that's all the facts we have so far, Eric. What do we do? Where do we go from here? Ty, unfortunately, this Subway sandwich will need to be turned into forensic evidence. Um, I don't think two podcasters are able to determine where and how the shit made it to the sandwich 
Um, I think obviously the sandwich artist is uh, our prime suspect here. Mm-hmm. However, I won't be surprised if this franchise and probably all of the other ones have a rat infestation mm-hmm. um, where small little glossettes of shit will end up in the sandwiches themselves. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was already in the bin and you know the the customer said let me get some of that that looks good the black olives <laughs> i am actually my takeaway from this is that the sole reason subway has black olives on the menu is to hide any unidentifiable flying objects entering the sandwich yeah well Un- unidentifiable that would be a good long objects i should have said that is a good point um we need to protect what goes into the footlong tie. I don't know what we can do further, you know what I mean, to help this poor lady out of Michigan. Um, obviously, they have enough problems as is. The The water's brown. The footlong's brown. We can't do anything about that tie. Uh, we're just two podcasters. Dude, but I do <laughs> Eric, Eric, you about... need to understand that it is the... <laughs> The only job of a podcaster is to solve crimes over the internet. That's why podcasters <laughs> exist. This is our calling. That's right. The serial podcast paved the way for all of us. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Definitely the first podcast I listened to. I don't know about you. Facts. Dude, serial, um, because of serial, I, we need to figure out if there's truly poo in the <laughs> foot long. <laughs> Do you think this could be a serial pooer? Like, do you think somebody is planting poo in multiple footlongs and then this lady's the first one to notice? Here's what I think happened, Eric. An artist, <laughs> you, you would think that a sandwich artist during their own lunch break gets to eat a footlong, right? That would, that would seem fair to get uh, 12 inches on the house. So, bare minimum. A sandwich artist, been there a few years, bit tenured, ready to try something new. Gets a little bit too spicy in the sauces has a panicked moment, tries to use the bathroom. There is, it's locked, it's taken. Customers in there shooting, doing meth or something. So they head to the back (laughs) back, back of house. They go in one of the buckets. They like dump all the cucumbers out. They use the bucket, but they need to wipe. And what is the best way to wipe at Subway? It's to use the paper wrappers. Uses a bunch, tries to throw (laughs) them out. One accidentally ends up back in the pile and then on the footlong stand. That is, I think, oh, this gosh. narrative that makes the most sense. Oh, gosh. Um, you're, you might be right, Ty. The first thought that came to mind was, uh, let me use the gloves I have on already mm. because I had to rush to the bathroom. I'm wearing gloves. I'm just going to use my bare hand, which is protected by the plastic glove, mm-hmm. to do what I have to do to clean myself off. And then as soon as I leave the bathroom, oh, God, there's a customer there waiting for me. They look angry. I better make their sandwich right away. And I leave the gloves on. <laughs> oh, Nasty. That could be it. I knew those gloves were more of a liability than anything. <laughs> um, Ty, I really want to talk about other invasive species that might have entered a footlong in recent times. Uh, if you found the poop story, you probably found this other story. Um, somebody was investigating the <laughs> chemical makeup of the meatballs. Now, this is shocking to me because we all thought the meatballs were the only safe meat to consume mm-hmm, at Subway. Mm-hmm. Like, out of all the meats at Subway, 
meatballs, you know, we thought they were on the on the white list. You know what I mean? It's actually kind of funny. Not that, talking about the white bread list. It's funny that we would think that they were the good guys because really they're unspecified meatballs. All the other meat, at least, claims to come from an animal, with the exception of the, <laughs> s- the sphere, the Las Vegas meat the sphere. sphere. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're right. And maybe that's me just being naive and trusting the tradition of Italian-American culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Of bringing meatballs into a sandwich form. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could just be me. But I, I had assumed good intentions. You know what I mean? But I did find a video online that somebody had looked into the ingredients of the meatball. And it seems like something that all of us could have done, but nobody did. No one ever reads the ingredients. Um... But let me just read to you some of the things that were seen in this ingredient list. I'm really scared, Aaron. Um, I, I don't know if I need to. I don't know if I want to know. You don't need to, Ty. <laughs> you don't need to know, but you also don't need to eat it. <laughs> you probably won't eat it anyway. Um, here's the thing. There's a few normal things, okay? There's, got, there's breadcrumbs. There's an unspecified meat type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's some spices, dried garlic, onion, things like that. But, Ty, there's almost 40 other ingredients. Wow. What a list. So, is this grocery list list words we can pronounce? Are they words we've heard of? I don't think so. I haven't heard of them. Um, But some of them are textured soy protein. Nice. What is is that? Can you just (laughs) describe what that is as the resident vegetarian? What is textured soy protein? Well, Eric... I can't give you a definitive answer because I've never heard those words strung together like that either. But <laughs> I know that the most textured soy protein that I eat is called tempeh. So perhaps they're referring to tempeh. Oh, interesting. That would be an interesting binding agent mm-hmm. for the meatball. <laughs> perhaps it is, yeah. Um, the other things include uh, various seed oils, which obviously are not good. Um, based on the propaganda that I've been fed, at least. Mm-hmm. Whole Foods, big Whole Foods will lead you to believe that seed oils are not good. It's for sure. Um, Your oil should come from olives or coconuts, and they need to be cold-pressed, maybe twice. And you're all, extra virgin. if your olive, if your oil has lost its virginity, then you, it's a sinner. <laughs> you do not want it. I 100% agree. Um, extra virgin only for me. Um... Ty, these seed oils, they all these things make me realize the only way to truly lose weight is to just not eat. Mm-hmm. You can't trust anyone these days, even health, quote unquote healthy fast food. You can't do it. There's no such thing. Healthy and fast food don't go together. If you need to lose 20 fast, mm-hmm. like I suggest you do, just drop and do 20 mm-hmm. and skip lunch. You know what I mean? That's the only way to truly lose weight these days because all food that we eat is just out to get us you know for I mean? sure I, i'm surprised it's not laced with fentanyl it, you could, I, the lettuce might be at this point but <laughs> so it's called fast food and the only thing healthy about that term eric is fasting which is the root mm. so i think you're right that like the we, recommended order as well yeah if you really want to eat nothing for lunch though all you need to do is go to subway and just ask for a bowl of lettuce and then consume that. It tastes like nothing. It has no nutritional value, but it also is not taxing whatsoever in your system because it will turn to dust immediately after it touches your mouth. So 
There's there's a, yes. me, a meal for the diet heads out there. I agree with you. Um, I'll do you one better, Ty. I think just skip it altogether. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's nothing in the lettuce that will satisfy you like the intermittent fasting high that you will get. <laughs> so are we fasting pilled now or are we doing this? Oh, dude, I've been anti-breakfast, sometimes anti-lunch for a long time. So you're just like one... Real heads will know. One meal a day, it's dinner, you drop a nuke ton of, <laughs> of steak and mashed potatoes in your stomach, hits you like an 18-wheeler, a, a and then it puts you to sleep. That's right, Ty. And then on the weekends, I have two meals, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Uh, my man likes sushi. <laughs> <laughs> sushi Hiroshima would be a crazy sushi name. Yeah. Sushi place name. It would be. Um, but yeah, dude, I think skipping a meal is honestly the best way to do it. Um, that way you can eat guilt-free for your one meal. And if you can go the extra mile and make that meal actually healthy, you're just winning in life. You'll feel better. Um, you'll get used to being hungry. You won't even feel hungry anymore. It's the original Ozempic. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's the challenge, Eric, is that fasting doesn't propagate consumerism. It's actually kind of anti-consumerism. <laughs> so if you and I can figure out how to turn fasting into a business, then I think the <laughs> the powers that be in this world will let us find success. But the reason it's, I think, like passed off or swept under the rug as a hippy dippy kind of dietary idea is because no one can benefit from it financially you're absolutely right ty um haters will call me a commie bastard Mm -hmm. uh, because i'm advocating for fasting but i think we we've already beaten to the punch because that's what ozempic does it just makes you not hungry so you skip meals just because you don't want to eat and all you do is take a shot to the ass it seems like a small price to pay, you know. If you can fast, be be faster than an F one driver, if you're uh, taking that. Mm-hmm. That's right. I actually saw Ozempic in real life, Ty, recently, and I gotta say, it's not as scary as it sounds. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, taking a injecting something is it crosses the line for most people, especially drug users. Mm-hmm. However, it's like cute little packaging almost made me want to inject it for dessert you know oh nice they got that millennial pink in the in the packaging or how are how are they uh, do they have yeah, a nice like... rounded type typeface <laughs> <laughs> the typeface is approachable um the outer plastic is kind of like a cross between lavender and like a pastel blue mm-hmm. so it's like you know i'm sure they come in like multiple colors you can just choose one that suits you um but yeah dude i think that one would be that would be the best way to get people to use it. You know what I mean? Just make it look cute. Millennial Gen Z branding mm-hmm. um, goes a long way, in my opinion. Dude, yeah, I give us six months till Urban Outfitters is carrying them on one of their shelves. <laughs> like, honestly, the chokehold it has on North America right now is crazy. I was watching an NBA game last night, and there was uh, its logo on the court, obviously being projected, but no. like they're advertising at the NBA games now, dude. They're sponsoring my I mean, nephew's high school lunch. <laughs> that's from a uh, personal lens or like a societal lens. That's insane and gnarly. Um, but from a business lens, the NBA partnering, partnering with both Ozempic and Skims is like 
a match made in heaven. <laughs> like, you get to skip lunch and have, like, the, the you know, the contouring, like, ass-shaping underwear. It's ideal. Holy honestly. shit. The NBA is accidentally creating a new type of pressure for the male figure. <laughs> you know, they're going to do to men what we've been doing to women for decades is uh, perpetuate unrealistic body Whoa. standards. Whoa, true. I have yet to order any Skims underwear tie, but when I do, I'll let you know if the... <laughs> if it gives me some good curves, you know? Mm. <laughs> In all the right places. <laughs> I know what you mean. Little, just like the little... I'll have to give you the review. Dude, if it can hug something as small as a nipple, I think it'll take care of you just fine. You know, they have that nip, new nipple uh, bra. Have you seen that? That's what I'm referencing. Where it's like a 3D... <laughs> the 3D printed nipple bra. Um... Where's the men's, like, eggplant underwear? You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. I just want something I just want, like, that, like, <laughs> looks like the shape of a banana <laughs> down there, you know? Perfectly sculpted. I feel like I'm putting a gun in a holster. 100%. Imagine you just, like, pull down your pants and you have, like, a whole, like, padded hog <laughs> just in the skim's underwear. That's kind of crazy. That would be pretty cool, though, if society treated... The footlong bulge, the same way that we treat the <laughs> the nipple bulge on the on the plain white T-shirt. I think there's an opportunity for men to start showing their bulge a little bit, and some men need some help. So this is where Skims comes in. <laughs> Absolutely, Ty. And when you say bulge and footlong bulge, what are you exactly referring to? Because I sometimes would call it the footlong gut. Well, I think you can figure it out, Eric. <laughs> it could be it could be below the waist or it could be directly above the waist as well. You know what I mean? That bulge is much larger in size and probably easier to attain for most subway patrons. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> Gotta show off that gut. <laughs> exactly, dude. The footlong gut. Damn. Footlong gut is rectilineal. Yeah. It's not round. Beer guts are round, footlong right. guts are square. Yeah, dude. It's like a six pack, but just like go a single one pack, you know <laughs> one pack it really would be the same shape as a one pack that's really funny exactly man shout out to kim shout out to skims um what else we got ty i i saw this really disturbing image of breakfast <laughs> i'm obviously a breakfast hater but i saw an image of a footlong pb and j what do we think about that dude PB&J the long way. You know I love that. I love PB&J. My biggest problem with it is that it's always too small, especially if you cut the crust off. So, tell me more about this, and where can I buy it? I don't know where you can buy it. I wonder if Subway will do it for you. Um, but the image I saw was somebody eating this foot-long PB&J. It was clearly a foot-long from Subway in the Subway paper, and they had a Subway drink as well. Uh, they were eating it in their car, and they had it, like, split open. Just peanut butter on one side, jelly on the other. Unclear if they had ordered just the bread and provided their own PB&J, or they had the artist pull it from the secret menu or something. I'm really unclear on how that happened, but that is what I saw. I would like to debunk the myth that this is a Subway order, Eric. I think we have found an online troll here that's trying to set up a false order for everybody. They're, they're, they're pulling our leg here, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But they obviously want you to believe this is a real footlong, a PB&J footlong, because they got the bread, 
they got the wrapper, they got the cup. It's got that uh, body cam POV of them about to dive into that foot long. And you can see, it's clear as day, the jam and the peanut butter on the foot long. But here's how I debunked it, Eric. Both sides are perfectly clear of the other ingredient. Your peanut butter down all the way one side, jam down all the way to the other side. If a sandwich artist actually made that foot long, they would have smacked those two together like the cheeks of a stripper, <laughs> and then they would have sliced that thing in half. And if you reopened it, mm. you would have some cross-pollination of the two ingredients. And there was none of that. So that means that person either requested it be served open-faced, which I highly doubt, or they did it themselves and trolled everybody. That is a surprisingly valid forensic analysis that you just did. We're going to need to do that same thing for the inevitable poop photo <laughs> that will come out in the next week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but good job, Ty. That is exactly right. Um, clearly, they had some PB&J sitting in the car waiting for them, um, which is even more crazy. Like, just get the egg. Like, we already tried it. It's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the egg is a good breakfast order if you are sick enough to go to Subway before noon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dude, if you're trying to eat 12 inches of sandwich before noon, that's like a, a 180 from fasting. Like, nah, I want to be hella full. Yeah, dude, I want to be in a caloric surplus mm-hmm. um, before lunchtime. Like, that's truly demented. Yeah, unless you're a night shift worker, that ain't for, that ain't for me. Hell no. Wow. So, um, Speaking of night shift, Ty. Okay, hit me. We're on the night <laughs> shift gonna, right now, bro. I was going <laughs> to... Exactly. We're on a night shift right now. I was going to close it out, but if you have anything else you want to add, please, now is the time. No, let's do it. You're looking more and more like a character in the film Drive as the sun sets behind <laughs> you and uh, the city lights start reflecting in your rear view mirrors. That's right. That's right. I'm going to turn left and drive down the LA River right after this and um, hopefully find a lonesome woman mm-hmm. <laughs> to accompany me and I can maybe be the stepdad in that relationship. Um, but Ty, it's been great chatting with you. Thanks for tuning in, Breadheads. Um, more car pods to come, maybe. We'll see how this goes. We'll see how the audio of this sounds. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. Anything else, Ty? That's everything on my end. Think fresh, everybody. Have a good night. Ciao. Ciao.